0: You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. There's a portion of scripture that I, that I just made my own, and that is, I have never seen the righteous forsaken. You need to really know this. I've been walking with God since the age of 14. And in all these many years, Jerome Liberty has never seen the righteous forsaken forsaken and I have never seen their their kids, their seed beg for bread. There is somebody now very concerned about a child and I need to tell you God's gonna work it out for your good and for your benefit and even this thing that is keeping you awake at night soon, very very soon, within 30 days God is going to turn that thing around for your good and for your benefit. Hallelujah. En as het iemand wat sikkel met (laughs) elkaar, and new wheels is on its way. (laughs) Ik ga nie hier die deur toemaken, ik ga nie die deur openen. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 verse 18 For I reckon that these sufferings of this present time Are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us The sufferings, that which you are going through right now Cannot be compared with what God has in store for you Cannot be compared There has been quite a few what I call detours in my life Sometimes we make a miscalculation Sometimes we are delayed in the decision And we think that by the time that you do make the decision that it is too late But I've learned that even in my detours many years later How my life has benefited from what the enemy has planned for evil God has turned around even that experience for my good and for my benefit Hallelujah! Because the steps of a righteous man They are ordained, audited like an accountant And morning after morning You might plan your course this way, and the Holy Ghost will come and adjust it in another way, and you have no idea how many demonic assignments was canceled and you have missed, because God has taken you another path. Hallelujah. And um, I think one of the, I wouldn't say it was a mishap, but I bought a Datsun 120Y, and this Datsun 120Y has become world famous. He himself, this Datsun 125, is now on celebrity status. But believe me, at the time when I owned it, and the time when I bought it, and the many times that I got stuck, and the three nights I slept in Cradock, looking for parts for this Datsun 120Y, with a 14-spanner and a 17-spanner in my hand, and 250 rand, it was supposed to be my petrol money back home, and I'm looking for a gearbox. And I... I almost got to a place where I was so frustrated that I'm asking how can I be born again, but broke at this level? Come now, come now, come now, come now, come now, come now. And uh, now it's many years later and I have a fleet fleet of vehicles, uh, trucks and LDVs and cars. And believe me, all of the mechanical engineering that I've learned on the Datsun 120Y how in one weekend I was so frustrated I had to drop the gearbox seven times. And my wife with oven gloves had to assist me underneath the vehicle to get it into alignment, to get some clutch plates in in alignment. And little did I know, all of that preparation would ultimately benefit me one day when I have a fleet of vehicles And I'll be able to give insight concerning the maintenance thereof, and the costings thereof, and the timeframes thereof. And now I can evaluate even the mechanics performance based on my own experience. So there are some things that you will learn in your valley. Don't curse your valley. Don't leave your valley too soon. Because the latter glory that's on its way will be greater than the frustrations that you go through at this point in time. Hallelujah. I mean, I slept in the back of a church for a while. It was for about a year next to the ladies' toilet. And on a Wednesday, I need to rush my way there to get my underwear out of the ladies' toilet lest they come in there before me and experience some South African flags that they are not known to. And... (laughs) There was and, and within small confined spaces and a metal door that could not seal properly during winter, I had to improvise and I improvised with electric kettle and baked beans. I mean, I knew exactly how many baked beans is in a coot and So so much time I've prepared the stuff, and uh, but you know what? <laughs> the other day my one of my siblings came to visit and my wife also enjoys when I when I. When I start to make a stuppy and a stew and a smurky, some of you will understand the language that the others maybe won't will understand it so nicely. You've got to be at a real level of poverty to understand it kind of stuff. <laughs> and uh, believe me, I can, I, I can take a, a piece of fish and do some magic onto it that you have not seen in your life. I can do some magic with baked beans. <laughs> that After you finish the baked beans, you would not know that you've eaten baked beans for that night. And it happened because there was a time when the present sufferings taught me how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Woo. The sufferings of this present time. cannot be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in you. When your preparation time is great and big and long, then you need to know your time for reigning will be at such a high level. I mean, there are other people that just catch things by the click of their fingers. You had to go for driver's license test 11 times. They knew you at the station. (laughs) But there was just something about your preparation that bears testimony that God's call upon you is so strong, is so great. Because you really need to know that you were designed for good works. Walk in it. Walk in it. You were designed for good works. Walk in it. The sufferings of this present time just cannot be compared with the glory that shall be Revealed in us. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 3, verse 6. In all your ways, There's going to come a time and a moment in this meeting. And when that moment comes, you will know in the spirit. And it could be now. There is somebody in this meeting, your water just broke. What was no last week. Has just become a yes. Now. What was shame last week. Has just become your glorification now. Receive it. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and then (laughs) He's going to make your path straight. Shout it out as loud as you can. Say, God's going to make my path straight. (laughs) God's going to make my path straight. Shout it as loud as you can. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. (laughs) I hear the assistance of angels coming to your rescue. (laughs) Whatever God's going to do tonight, you will have to catch it in the spirit. And you will have to fight your flesh and your intellect. Because you cannot receive this by natural calculation or after the desires of the flesh. This will happen in the spirit. This is a God encounter for you. This is an upper room experience for you. You will not leave going back, speaking in the same manner, talking in the same manner, walking in the same manner, behaving in the same manner, running away from demons in the same manner, making excuses no longer. This is the end of that season. the end of that season. I know within my knowing that all of heaven is ready to support you, to back you up, to give you aid, to help you, to rescue you, to turn it around, to bring an end tonight and to say the day has come. There was somebody here with a a back problem so severe, but you felt a snap and a crack in it when your hallelujah was released. Strong and mighty is the Lord. One more time God's going to make my path straight. I went looking for somebody last week. I got lost, how about if you get lost with two GPS's in your hand, you know. <laughs> and you should know by, now, by then my blood pressure was cooking because I don't want to waste any time and now I'm 40 minutes, you know, looking for whom I was looking and hallelujah. And I decided I'll abandon this old exercise, let me just go home. And as I turned and I abandoned the exercise, I felt, let me stop by this business. I haven't been here for about a year. Let me just go and say hello. And as I walked in there, this gentleman says to me, you know what? We have imported some wood for a client, paid over 400,000 rands for it. And since you are doing furniture and stuff, we have all of this that's left of it. And he says, you would not believe what I'm able to give it to you. And that which was left was worth at least another 50 or odd thousand. They would regard it as offcuts, waste material of of what was. And he says, offer me a price. And the Jesus Jew in me stood up, you know. (laughs) On who knows, a little bit of Indian also. (laughs) And uh, I said, I'll offer you 6,000. He says, what, are you serious? I said, yeah, I'm serious. He says, No, it can never happen. So I said, okay, God, I'm running. And as I turn back, he says, Ah, take it for six thousand. Then I then I'm thinking, can it be that the reason I got lost was a preparation. What's a preparation for what God has in store for you? Now, I don't expect to teach you anything new. Concerning the word, you have such an amazing teacher in your midst, whom I honor and respect. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 7. That in the ages to come, and I want everybody to shout, that's now. now. In the ages to come. In the ages to come. In the ages to come. It's It's now. he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Exceeding riches. Exceeding riches. Exceeding riches. Exceeding riches. Exceeding riches. riches. Ephesians 2.10 For we are his workmanship Created in Christ Jesus for good works I am created for good works I'm created to bless people I'm created to be the solution I'm created to make a difference I'm created to be the answer which God had prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We are created for good works. John 14, 12, The works that I do, he that believeth on me, even greater works, greater works, shall he do. Now, my journey into ministry came via the marketplace We were in poverty, deep poverty I had a prophetic word And within six months of that word, I became a multimillionaire Now Paul says, if I boast, I boast in the Lord I'm not broke, I'm loaded And I'm not saying that with an ungodly attitude I'm saying it as Paul says, when I boast, I boast in the Lord Okay, now if you know my journey and where I come from, and uh, oh yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah! It can only be God, nothing else and nobody else. It can only be God. So I've learned a few things in the in the marketplace. I've learned about Mammon and how Mammon works. I I've learned about demonic forces assigned to keep you poor and to frustrate you. I've learned how the enemy can work through one transaction and destroy 15 years of your labor. I have seen how the enemy can destroy a good name and a good testimony by you not being alert 24-7 and Sitting at the wrong table, making the wrong deals, and and making the wrong transactions. Not because you have greed, just because you have just missed your focus for a short season. And how that a short focus can have a tenure of consequences within your life. And I've also learned that you must be diligent to know the condition and the state of your flock. Meaning... Your flock in business would be your clients, would be your suppliers, would be those that work for you and work together with you, those that are in partnership with you. They are the state and the condition of your flock. I've learned that in ministry, how the enemy would come and trouble the water just a little bit by spreading a rumor, a gossip, a half-truth, especially when the ministry is advancing, lives are being changed, and the enemy would come into a small prayer room meeting and a small home cell and start to distribute some ungodliness of stuff. And when the waters are troubled, nobody drinks. Because sheep only drinks besides still waters. And I've also learned the, my responsibility, godly responsibility, how I need to act and behave in a manner that will secure my integrity. Not so long ago, I had to walk away from a transaction that was worth just about a hundred million. And I walked away not because I saw something wrong in the documents or saw something wrong in the persons on the other side of the table. I walked away purely because the Holy Ghost said walk. There was nothing else but the Spirit of God that said walk. And I walked. And my walk. Walking away from the table was questioned as the level of my stupidity and foolishness. Because who walks away from this kind of money? But you know what? I have learned that money must not make the rules in my life. Money cannot tell me what is right and what is wrong. Money is not supposed to make me speak when I'm supposed to be silent. Money is not supposed to make me silent when I'm supposed to speak. Money must not prevent me from doing what is right, no matter what is the cost. On my birthday, I got an SMS and it says uh, somebody has just deposited 200,000 rands in my account. I said, wow, I've arrived. One of these days, I'm going to get Bentleys. I mean, until now, I got socks and ties. And I shifted from socks and ties to 200,000, Jerome Liberty, you have arrived. And just as I was about to celebrate this experience, my wife tells me, I also got an SMS for 100,000. And the same person that blessed me with 200, blessed her with 100. I said, wow. But the spirit of God comes upon me and says, Jerome, give back the money. Uh Uh-huh. And everybody say, "Uh Uh uh-huh. And everybody say, "Uh Uh uh-huh. So I said to my wife, you know what? The Spirit of God tells me I must give back the money. She says, I'm so glad he spoke to you and not to me. (laughs) (laughs) Because this money is going nowhere. (laughs) And uh, I said... Now you need to know this, the woman that sowed the money into our lives is so pure of heart, so holy in character. She is one of those kind of people that's only about two points below Jesus. You can't get better than that, you know. I mean, this is a woman of such unquestionable character. It's not because the seed was evil. Or the women that sowed it was evil. There was absolutely nothing wrong with that. How can you then hear, if the person is good, if the seed is good, if the ground is good, how can you send it back? Only by the warning of the Spirit of God. I called her and I said, I need to have a one-on-one session with you and explain to you the reason why I need to return it. And I did. And this is what the Spirit of God says to me, Jerome, for her, it was a test of faith. For you, it was a test of your character. Jerome, both of you will be rewarded equally. I gave it back, and before 12 o'clock that night, I was awarded a million rand contract. There's somebody coming into a whole new level of giving. I say there is somebody coming into a whole new level of giving. There is somebody over here you will never miss a tithe ever again in your life. You will believe, God, that God will honor His word and God will be honored by my tithe and I will walk in the obedience of the tithe no matter what. I need to tell you that I have once a year, I prepare the biggest offering ever once a year. There's not a single year that goes by that I do not make every attempt to exceed last year's offering. And I can tell you this, if you ever make a decision in your heart, either to tithe, either to sow, either to give, at the very mental consent of making that decision, demons will start working in your finances. Strange things will break. You'll be distracted in your finances. And I need to remind you that money is still the cheapest commodity to sell. I sometimes give people money. I know they will not be able to pay me back. And in the process, I get rid of them. Sometimes Lot needs to go. The Bible says God spoke to Abram after Lot left. There are some people that must go because they are the parasites in your life. And you will not see your next level until they leave. And you will not see your next level until you move out from that circle. I just sense that there is something happening so supernatural in this meeting concerning businesses that will find new strategies, new marketing strategies, new pioneering strategies, new product, new client, new solutions, economizing new testimonies. Deeper levels of integrity. There are new teams joining you. There are new teams and people joining you with greater skills than what you have. And they will come and surrender those skills, and you will be able to multiply their skills. And the grace and anointing that God has placed upon you and them will connect. And ultimately, the kingdom of God will benefit from there. I sense over here. <laughs> That God is bringing to a place of solutions, 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 solutions. I say solutions, high-level solutions. I say high-level solutions. I'm asking each one of you in this section stop. Continue to think in the way and the measure that you have been thinking until now. Be radical. Change direction. if the water flows away from you, just change direction and the water will flow towards you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 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 Amen. Now look at the saints of God. A bottle of water, when you buy it from Checkers, it's around about 7 Rand 50. You buy it in a restaurant, it's about 16 Rand 50. You buy it at the hotel, it's about 22 Rand. You buy it at the airport, it's about 26 Rand. The same bottle, the same label, difference in price. It all depends where you are planted. You need to plant yourself here at bay where the best of value is going to come out of you because of the word that is ministered to you. Can I get a big amen on that? Can I get a big amen on that? I need to just stop at these few scriptures quickly. I need to bless you with this. Our time is running out. 1 Kings 10 verse 27. King Solomon made silver as plentiful in Jerusalem as stone. Oh, This guy made silver as plenty as stone. And valuable cedar timber as common as the sycamore fig trees that grows in the foothills of Judah. Hallelujah. About... I think it was about 12, 13 years ago. I stood in front of the church and I prophesied. And I said, there's oil in the Eastern Cape. They didn't say amen. Because a prophet is not recognized in his own house. I said, there is oil. We need to drill for oil. It will make Eastern Cape wealthy. Two weeks later, it's in the Herald. That they've discovered 11 places oil in the Eastern Cape. They come to church with a newspaper. They say, pastor, pastor, pastor. I said, no, 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 no. You come to me now because you believe the newspaper that doesn't preach kingdom. And now everybody is in uproar for good reason. Why the one company wants to exploit the coastline for this and that. And I don't want to go into the politics of all of that. But what it does affirm is there somebody 12, 13 years ago prophesied and declared there is oil. How about there are at least 12 of you that will look at barren land, wasted land, chippy land, that nobody sees value in it. But the day when you are going to walk on it, you will see what heaven can see on the inside of it. And you are going to make some declarations concerning it. Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. and you will see a piece of land that is valuable and you will buy it. And the moment you sign for it, everything is about to shift and everything is about to change. I need to just give you a few more. Luke 19 verse 10, when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, immediately, I must come to your house I'm gonna start a home cell there. <laughs> Connect grouping there. There is a reason why Jesus called Zacchaeus, yet he had over 300 people here looking for fish and bread. And he said, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house. Zacchaeus started the conversation if I've wronged anyone, I'll pay him back there. If I swindled anybody, I'll pay him back fourfold. This guy doesn't even start at the tithe. He starts at 50%. He starts at 50%. I wish I had time to break it down for you a little bit. My time is up, but allow me to say this. When God brings you into business, there's a few things you must guard for. Number one is greed. Greed will destroy you. You need to be content at every level of your growth. Don't break the million barrier barrier, and immediately you are focused on the five million. Get your wisdom level right at the million barrier and then grow into the next dimension. So the first thing that you need to guard on is greed. Shout greed, Greed. shout greed, Greed. shout "Greed." greed. It's that little bit of greed that causes the smell of the cheese to be nice for the mice. It's that little bit of greed. And you allow that mouse to, and you hear that sound. The trap has gone off. And the mouse is tumblecky. There are some times where you need to allow, walk away from greed. So that others who cannot resist that temptation ends up in the trap. Because it is the second mouse that gets the cheese. It's not the first mouse whose life is filled with greed. God bless you.